Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, baby boomers, to your favorite podcast, Another Day Above Ground. Good to, uh, good to have you back, and we are going to discuss all things baby boomers because we're coming up on summertime, which was always a baby boomer's favorite time when we were growing up. And I need, my hel- need help to do this, so let me introduce my two partners on this podcast. First, from the great state of Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. New poll numbers are out for President Biden, and uh, right now they're so low that uh, the Dow has to look down to see them. <laughs> I read a very, very disturbing poll to say, is that if, if, if Biden ran against Trump, it would be Trump 49%, Biden 42%. But of all the people that are voting for Trump, 18% of them said, oh yeah, he should be, uh, he should be convicted of screwing up the 2020 election, but I'm still going to vote for him. I'm sorry, America is is populated by idiots. Well, you know, that's kind of like saying, it's like, yeah, Biden is so bad, not only do I uh, want to vote him out of office, I want to uh, revoke the 2020 election. <laughs> Which I'm was the plan honestly, all along. I'm going to vote for Prince Harry. He may run because he's living here now, so that would be a good thing. All you know, right, the, uh, the, I just I, the, the, I was just thinking about that coronation is that uh, is that it started with, uh, you know, you, somebody said, you know, that should have been Diana getting the getting the getting crowned and uh, yeah. al- alongside Charles is like, no, she didn't really like being a princess. And I think, I think uh, she did. Really? Yeah. Let me introduce Sher- let me introduce oh, Carolyn oh, okay. first okay. because okay. Uh, we have an, she's just piping up and people are saying who's that lovely female <laughs> voice? Well, it belongs to Carolyn Strauss, our partner from uh, from Denver, Colorado. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, Dale. It's funny you say the lovely voice. So I was emceeing a conference last week and there was um, somebody who came on after me and said, "Let's give a hand to Carolyn's mellifluous voice." And I well, thought so he didn't like it. He didn't like it at all. I think <laughs> I think it's like moldy. I think that defines as moldy. I'm I not believe, sure. Yeah. I, Maleficent, I know, was evil. So, yeah, that's know. what I was well, going to say. It was the, it she was the is my queen. hero. She could fly. She doesn't like children. She was like awesome. <laughs> and she was stunningly gorgeous. Who doesn't want to look like Angelina Jolie? I saw a funny, uh, a funny post going back to the coronation yeah. of a picture of Camilla with her crown. And it just said, notice to side women everywhere. Sometimes it works out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I have a new role model. And I never thought I would say that. That is great. It was actually actually also the Kentucky Derby, so that was the second horse to be crowned. Hey. Hey, I knew you were going to She came in sixth. Yeah. But what I was saying, what I was saying, I don't think Diana wanted to be a princess. I mean, if she did, she wouldn't have left him, right? Well, oh. she uh, she didn't mind being a princess until she found out that he was such a dink when she married him. You but know. They, yeah, but that's that's part of the job. It's, of course, he's a dink. He's second in line to the throne of England. Of course, he's a dink. 
I mean, come on. And the, if you want to be a princess, you you marry the dink. Marry a dink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look back, look back at it, look back at history. Most of the time, the marriage was just there, just there for show. Is that uh, that the, the 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 king? You know, the the royalty always had it. Always had the side the side women. I think Prince Philip was really happy with Queen Elizabeth. I think they really loved each other. Okay. Maybe. Well, good. And I don't think she had a side piece because who has time for that and all those dogs? Do you think Prince Philip might have? Oh, Phil did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you see. There <laughs> he you kept go. going to France and <laughs> stuff Taylor flying Phil around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I watched The Crown. They didn't even share a bedroom. So you know, Philip had some uh, had some nookie on the side. You know. You I know. I think sharing a bedroom is overrated. I think no matter who you are, I think like people snore and they move and they wake you up. I think. That it's it's I okay. My dream home has three big bedrooms: his, mine, and ours. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's rather complicated. What if you wind up going in the wrong room? You know. <laughs> you know, just ask permission. <laughs> there's a sock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a sock on the door, somebody needs to do laundry. That's what it would be in my house. You can tell which one is the women's room because the bed's got like 400 stuffed animals on it. <laughs> but at least we, but, but but at least we can agree with this: is that Meghan Markle had absolutely no uh, desire to be a princess once she once she learned what it entailed. Oh, no. Oh, no, not at all. I, I think she didn't want to be the second, third, fourth in line princess, tenth in line, whatever she is. I think it looked like a lot of work for no ROI. The chance of Harry becoming king doesn't exist unless all of England blows up, and he's the only one left because he's here. So, I mean, I don't think, I, I just think that then she why went, did she, no, then why did she? Then why did, why did she marry into it? Is I think it, she actually loves him. Oh. She was a working actress in Hollywood, doing fine. You don't give that up unless you actually love the guy. But she's going to be doing it again. So I'll, she was just in it for the pomp and ceremony. And then she found out that the royal family really didn't like a park darkie in the family. So, uh, you know, that 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 was just terrible. It's actually I saw that uh, that somebody somebody from the the cast of Bridgerton said uh, saw was 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 watching the 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 the, the, the coronation and said, uh, "Wow, there are a lot of white people up there." <laughs> exactly, and the money they spent on that parade and stuff that could have fed a lot of people that are starving over in the UK, you know, but. But still, learning how to cook would it would would fix a lot of people starving in England. <laughs> but you can't look at money like that. I had a conversation this weekend with a friend, and we were talking about what was it three billion dollars for that NASA spaceship that blew up, and they're like, "Yeah, it was supposed to blow up." Was that a NASA one or was no? It a, that was space. That, that was space. Yeah, that was Elon Musk. That was Elon well, Musk. I mean, three billion dollars. So you can't. To go somewhere we've already been, and there's no Starbucks, no swimming pools, and no discos on Mar on the moon. So yeah, why would we go that, there again? Because that's kind of his intention. To get off this planet. No, no. Is he wants to build discos and Starbucks and 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 gyms on the moon? Why? So he's popular. What? So he's one of the cool people. He's going to populate it with people that he seems cool. No, he's going to put a hotel up there. 
and a space make money and a yeah and a space station and a, and a space station that it eventually will go go from the moon to Mars and okay. it'll be the first it'll be the first time from human on Mars I mean that will be a first and that's what that's what that that ship that he built that's that's the intention it's destination Mars well he One should way. do it quicker because chat gpt is going to end all of this in the next 20 years anyway so he should get on that it's going to end all of what the it's going to end creativity you, is what it's going to end well not only that but i was haven't you guys been watching like the guy who oh god what is his name the gray-haired guy who helped create ai in the first place just left google and is talking about the dangers of ai because it now it knows everything that every human's ever put on the internet. So it has all of the information mm -hmm. and there is there are no parameters for, oh, I'll tell you a story. There are no parameters for if it can do evil stuff or good stuff. So I had a query, a friend of mine and I were talking about importing gold and what that would look like. So I went on chat GPT on AI and said, how do you import gold from another country? And it said, I'm sorry, as an AI, I'm not allowed to give legal or commerce advice. And I wrote, okay, hypothetically, how would I import gold? And it gave me all 10 steps. And then I wrote, okay, hypothetically, what are the roadblocks? And all of the steps came up and it said, as an AI, hypothetical conversations are fine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you just have to wow. be smarter asking the questions than the AI is to put it out there. Wow. Hmm. So yeah, I don't like it at all. So I, we, need, want... we need to turn it off while we can still manually close the pod, open the pod bay doors. Yes, Hal. <laughs> Unless they can somehow, you know, insert it into President Biden because he needs some kind of intelligence. So even artificial would, would serve him well at this point. I think we or, should just have AI run Congress. Have AI run the Senate and the House and, like, have AI vote for us what's for the highest good of the United States and then how do we solve climate change? And I, I think that if we're going to go with it, we should really go with it. Well, I, I read a quote, I believe it was by Albert Einstein, and he said when, uh, when technology takes over to do more of the thinking, the, uh, you know, the, the, it's the end, of, uh, the end of civilization as we know it. I can't think of the exact quote, but he did say something about that way back you know, when Hold he on, was alive. Hold on, let me alive. go to AI and ask it for the quote. Dale, can <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyhow, it is summer. It is summertime, and this is uh, this is the fun time when we were kids. This meant no more school. You could play until the streetlights came on. You could just disappear for all day long and get back in time for dinner. And, of course, you can't do that anymore because if you disappear for more than 10 minutes, somebody's out there looking for you. And uh, what, what did you used to do in the summer to, to have fun? I still remember riding my bike up to the 7-Eleven for a Slurpee. Yep. Yep. That was uh that was uh that was uh, and then and then like 
chugging it in 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 five seconds so you get that <laughs> so your 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 brain explodes my head my head give me another one <laughs> we didn't have a 7-eleven in our town we had a little store called richdale and we rode our bikes up there and what they had is they had one of those really cool freezers that had the best ice cream sandwiches and remember those cones that had the ice cream with the frozen chocolate and nuts on the top nutty buddies those, yeah nutty buddies no, Oh, drumsticks. The, yes, drumsticks. Drumsticks, okay. or they're also called Nutty Buddies. Both of the, yeah, they went by both of those. Oh, cool. yeah, they had those, and I remember they were cheap. They were like thirty-five cents, if I remember. And we we could save our allowance and go up there and ride our bikes up there, and our parents never knew. I was a chubby kid. Did I mention that? You do every time. Yeah. Okay. I still I re- was. I re- yeah, I remember those those reach in freezers. You'd open them up, and they and, and the steam would when the humid air from the store hit the freezer, the steam would just start curling up in there, and, <laughs> and it just smelled. It just smelled all full of chocolatey goodness. Now my dad used to uh, used to deliver ice cream wholesale to the uh, a string of stores that were owned by the dairy that he he worked for, and when I was a kid, sometimes I'd go along for the ride when he was doing this, and we'd walk into those freezers, and oh man, that was an experience. I you know my nipples haven't been that hard since, and um, but you know it was it was you know, the smells and the feel and yeah it was pretty cool. Yeah. And I loved going to the movies in the summer. That was my favorite thing. And they're still, I mean, every summer they talk about summer blockbusters, right? I mean, that that hasn't changed since we were little. Well, it changed for a couple of years because we had a pandemic and nobody went to the movies. So there were no blockbusters. We were just busting ourselves trying to stay alive. But uh, So I there remember- was a movie theater chain near me that just went out of business. It was the Elvis Cinemas. They've been in Colorado forever, and they just shut down forever. Elvis has left the building and has left Colorado. Because yeah. Elvis cinemas are gone. Well, what happened was in the pandemic, they started releasing like new releases on streaming. Yep. So, so people kind of have gotten used to it. like, eh, we can wait a week. We can wait and a I week s- and see it here. And, uh, I saw another funny post, which is a, a, a two pictures. One was uh, was King Charles, and under that it said, "I am king." And right next to that was a picture of Elvis. Said, "Come on, Charlie." <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing when I was a kid the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. I thought that was the coolest movie ever. Because it it had uh, at the time special effects, which I still I don't know how they did, but I'm sure it was uh, rather rudimentary. But uh, oh no, it was uh, it was it was famous. It was uh, the the guy who did that is absolutely famous. Those uh, there was more. There was Hercules, and there was there was a bunch of them, and it was all stop action animation. So wow. so yeah, so it was very uh, very very tedious process. Well, we we know all about stop a- motion a- animation if you're a longtime listener of the show. And it's yeah before claymation and that. But they had like the fighting skeletons and stuff. You oh know, yeah, the fighting was... skeletons and Medusa with the snakes and all the snakes. Imagine that you got a got a head and you have to move each snake just a little bit, <laughs> one shot oh, and then a little bit. So I mean it was, uh, and then then they were able to uh, uh, do composites. They were actually able to put humans in the scene. So at, at the time it was it was state of the art, until wow. uh, until Star Wars I think Star or, or two thousand one. I think was the first one that actually moved the special effects up a notch. 
What year and did 2001 come out? Do you remember? I think 68. It was 2001. Yeah. 60, <laughs> 68. And it was all the special wow. effects were great, but the movie was kind of boring. Yeah. And uh, so, so George Lucas, you know, like seven years later, said, eh, we're going to speed it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you remember Cinerama? Cinerama was the curved movie screen. And it, it used three projectors to project the movie so that they all went together, but the, the, the whole thing was, was curved around you. I don't know, 20% curve or something, not, not real big, but it was, a, it was a big effect back then. And it wasn't Cinerama, wasn't it 3D as well? It might have been. I don't remember that. I remember the big screen, but yeah, it sure might have been 3D. Which means yeah. it might have had six projectors. Wow. So how did they do three? I still don't know how they do 3D. Like, oh, really? How does, like, if you talk, if you close one eye and then close the other when you're wearing those glasses, it's blurry. Is it? Yeah. Well, here, here's basically what happens. You have, there's two, there's two projectors, one for each eye. And uh, uh, if you, if you take a pair of Polaroid sunglasses and hold them hor uh, uh, perpendicular to each other, they black out entirely. Right. And that's essentially what it is. So, so one uh, projector goes through through the uh, polarized lens one way, and then the other one goes crosswise. And then the glasses you wear are the exact opposite. So one projector is completely your eye doesn't see it, and the other projector, you you, you know, so so you one project one image is going into each eye, and it's yeah. If you take the glasses off, it's blurry because there's yeah. two image because there's two images. It's like it's like when you've had too much to drink. So if you have too much to drink and just watch regular television with the glasses on, does it seem any clearer? <laughs> so I think what comes next is hologram movies. Think about that. So imagine now you're in a movie theater and the, the characters actually step off the screen in hologram form, because that exists, and have conversations and then pop back onto the screen. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be, but it doesn't really exist. It should. <laughs> Talk to AI. I'm sure they can have it done by this afternoon. I just invented it. I want that to happen. That would be really cool. Now, I don't know if you guys remember. I remember when I was a kid, because uh, I'm, always, I'm always big on gimmicks. Uh, uh, the movie Earthquake yes. was the first movie filmed in Sensoround. Yes. yes. <laughs> and basically, it was just a subwoofer. <laughs> So when really? That's all yeah, it really that's was. That's all it was. was. A big, so a big soft wolf. So was that in... the Steve McQueen one, where he played the the like police captain or the de and Paul Newman was the designer of the giant building? Is that that one? I can't remember. No, for I think the that was I can't remember the plot. All I remember is sitting there saying, "When's the when's the when's the sensor round gonna work?" I remember Steve McQueen and Paul Newman. Apparently, I was in a very impressionable age uh -huh. when that movie came out. Uh -huh. It's like me and it, Catwoman. Yes. I remember watching a movie. I think it was in Disney World down in Florida, and it was a Muppet movie. And but it was the the theater was designed so when the Muppets started having a squirt gun fight. Water was coming out of the seat in front of you and hitting you in the face. <laughs> it, was it was really kind of funny. <laughs> but do you know that the new Indiana Jones movie is coming out in the summer of 2023? How old is Harrison Ford? He's one of us, right? Well, he's he said this is boy. his last one. This is well, you think? 
no, I, I, I no, I think, I, yeah, I think, I think it was part of the contract. It's, uh, it's, it's okay. I'll do one more, but you got to promise me I die in this one. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> So we can't just give you an incurable disease because there's always in Hollywood there's always can be a cure for the sequel. And Yellowstone is done. That shocked me. Kevin I Costner heard. said, "I'm out of here." I don't know if they're bringing back any of the other characters, and they're bringing in Matthew McConaughey, which I really can't see, you know. But but uh, in the same role, are they going to do like I, a Darren? I, I, I they're going to Darren Stevenson, but it's the same. Uh, it's it, it's the you know it's. It's a sequel, I guess, to Yellowstone. I don't know if it's going to be the same ranch or anything that they're paying mm-hmm. a guy sixty thousand a week to rent his ranch, and uh, so I don't know if it's going to be the same thing. But who knows? Isn't there already like a prequel, a sequel, a postquel, a pre-prequel of Yellowstone? I've not watched any of them. Have you guys? No. I, I like eighteen ninety three. I thought that was pretty good. That was the original prequel and then there was another sequel to the prequel uh which was uh you know right before the current yellowstone but that you know is that 1923 is that i I believe that was yeah that's the one right before yellowstone here's a marketing idea they should start yellowstone tequila and they should call one 1893 and one just yellowstone basic and it could be tequila yellowstone i would call it beth dutton juice and that would sell. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Me either, but oh, I bet some daughter, of our Beth listeners Dutton. do. That's what? That's his daughter. The, oh, okay. The, the woman who gets in all the trouble and drinks and carouses and yeah. will kick her. your ass if you turn her the wrong way. You know? I always thought Yellowstone was like a tequila uh, show. Or not, not tequila, whiskey not rather than tequila. Oh, yeah, we could do, it could be whiskey. It seems more like a whiskey show. That makes sense. Or it could be about that little block that they put in the urinals. <laughs> Yellowstone. What? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Oh. Yellowstone. Wow. Urinal jokes. Yes, yeah. I love them. I love my partners. They are fun men. I went to what I went to one place that actually had a little propeller. On the on really? the on the little What's the, that the, for? The, the little well, what do you think? I have no idea. It, it gives you something to aim at. Wow. The best urinal I ever saw was in the Munich, Germany airport where a housefly was etched into the porcelain on each urinal. It, it was That's just, that was funny. smart. But yeah, for little boys, you put Cheerios in there to teach them how to aim. Oh, yeah. Wow. Thank God I didn't have children. Um, <laughs> thank then- God you didn't have a penis. You know, geez. So Mission Impossible it has a sequel coming out this summer. It's called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Get this, Dead Reckoning Part 1. So, huh, I wonder. <laughs> if there'll be a Part 3. Yeah, you, you never know. You know? Yeah. I mean, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Mission Impossible this summer. And didn't um, Tom Cruise just did the whole you know Maverick thing again, I guess? Is Tom is Tom Cruise that much on younger than uh, than Harrison Ford? Yes. How really? much younger? Let me. Ch- I'm gonna check. You guys keep talking. Younger, but huh. Yeah, he's, I know. He's it's, quite a bit shorter. I well, yeah, that. but he's he's clearer than than we are. 
It's those 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 clear thetans don't age like we do. Okay, they're twenty years apart. Oh, okay. Wow, there you yeah. go. Yeah, Tom Cruise is sixty, and Harrison Ford is eighty. Wow, wow, and he's still chasing stuff. God bless him. You know? He should run for president. He's I mean, probably I don't going think... to be in one be in one of those little hover rounds looking for the next thing, you know, rather than <laughs> climbing up ropes and gets in a hover round to escape that big ball rolling down. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, faster, faster. Looking for the nearest bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana, Indiana Jones in jo- the van accessible parking. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are into this, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three is also out this summer. Did you did you no, watch any it, of the Guardians I of the Galaxy? I'm not familiar with any of it. So. Isn't there like a cat astronaut or something? I remember seeing the ads. There's a raccoon and a tree. I have that outside my window. Why am I paying <laughs> money to see that? Because they're, they're not superheroes. Right. The tree My doesn't. Raccoon just you, thinks it's a superhero. Right. Your tree doesn't beat people up, and your raccoon doesn't doesn't uh, uh, fix radios. And the raccoon, he doesn't wait for you to finish that meal before you throw it in the garbage. <laughs> he goes right after it when you're up there. <laughs> and then there's the Barbie movie, you guys. I bet you are going to run right out and see there's a live-action Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie, I think, as Barbie. I think they have a biologically correct Ken if not, it would be a painful movie for whoever's playing Ken. But well, they could get that that Bud Light guy. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Now that's funny. Their sales have tanked. I mean, just tanked, and they're trying to figure out how to re- how to recoup from this. But they're actually they're at, they're literally giving it away. They are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. You, you have to you, you have to be a a a, a distributor. Okay. They're giving they're giving free cases to distributors, and the distributors are going, nah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. oh, my goodness. Guess what time it has become, my friends. It has become game time. That's right. If you're a regular listener to this show, both of you, you know that we've been playing a game for the last few weeks based upon the popular baby boomer game called Boom Again, perhaps the best board game for a baby boomer that ever existed. We're big fans of it, and it's kind of like a little bit like a trivial pursuit, but only questions for baby boomers, and it's very, very cool. So each week what we've been doing is we've been asking three questions. We tell you to, uh, to send the answers in to us, and if you do, you will receive a copy of Boom Again. And you're saying, oh, but what, what if I don't win? Then what, Carolyn? What, what happens if they don't win? You can go to boomagain.com and buy your own copy and use the discount code 10ADAG, that's 10ADAG, as in another day above ground, and you will get 10% off your own game if you want to buy one. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, let's go over the three questions that we had from last week and give you the answers. And if you had these answers, you got yourself a game. First of all, 
Like Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis's son also had a hit record. What was the group he was in, and what was the name of that song? This diamond ring doesn't shine for me anymore. That's right. That's Gary a, Lewis and the Playboys. Gary oh, Lewis yeah, and the song. Playboys. It's a, 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 and uh, they, they had one hit, and after that, the only time you'd ever see them again is a, 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 on the muscular dystrophy telethon. <laughs> <laughs> About 3 o'clock in the morning, Jerry would bring out his that's, kid. That's, that's when I was on, about three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> on the muscular dystrophy telephone. Were you on that, Dale? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only people that saw me were insomniacs and crack addicts. You know, not really my prime audience. <laughs> yeah. You, I were, was, you, uh, yeah it, you were raping. You opened for Gary Lewis and the Playboys. It was it was a memorable uh, event because that was the uh, year that uh, that Jerry Lewis pronounced the uh, the musical group coming up as Lineyard Skyneyard. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. He could have been serious, though. He could have done it on purpose. I could see. Yeah, that sounds like Jerry. And I, I was on so late that he he had gone to take a nap. I was introduced by Norm Crosby. You know, uh-huh. so I didn't even get Jerry Lewis to introduce me on the on the uh-huh. thing. But it was it was interesting. It was fun. All right, our second question. This is a little more difficult, but if uh, if you paid attention when you were growing up, you know who this guy is. Name the hip and talented guy who drew cartoons for Playboy magazine and also authored the sweet and child-friendly classic, The Giving Tree. Carolyn's Shel- nodding her head. Who is it, Carolyn? Shel Silverstein. Absolutely, Shel Silverstein. Hmm. I have and? his books right here on my on my shelf. I'm looking at them. The the missing piece meets the big O, and that book is not what I thought it was about. But <laughs> <it's very strange. laughs> hey, it's a bell ringer for the line. All right. <laughs> and our third question was: Back when long distance calls cost a fortune, how did travelers trick the phone company to let loved ones know they were safe? What did they do? It's all yours, Tim. Well, you would say calling. You would call collect, and yep. and they would, and the people on the other line would go, "No, I'm not gonna." And yeah, then, you'd ask and, for yourself collect or somebody and, collect, and they say no. And then you'd call back. It d- didn't work on a payphone though, unless you're. Yes, it did. You would have to know the. How would you get the number of the payphone to the person? Oh no 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 oh, no! You they don't never want them to call back. you back. You just no, want to let them know you you yeah, arrived just, like, safely. Oh, oh no, we used to we used to do it to call people too. Because it was, uh, oh. beca- uh, uh, you know what? This is dip- my dad worked for the phone company, so he got free. He got free. F- he got free phone. Okay. So yeah. basically, you'd call from the pay phone, right? Uh, or call I, from the phone. I, and they'd say, "No, we won't take that call." And then they'd call. He'd call you back for free, and it oh, would. Be, so okay. yeah. Yeah. I for- no, I, I would call trip. whenever I landed somewhere. I've been traveling since huh. the early mid '80s, and I'd land somewhere, you know, or get to my hotel, and my parents would say, "Just let me know that you got there." I'd call, I'd call collect from the payphone in wherever I was, and they'd say no, and then they knew I was there, and yeah. they knew I was safe. And so we, we found out last week, we, or we found out a few weeks ago that uh, uh, that Patty uh, still makes you do that. Patty still makes me do that. Only she doesn't let me call collect anymore, and now I get to talk to her every single time. <laughs> that, that is great. That is good. Yeah. All right. Well, here's our uh, here's our three questions for this week. So for this week, we got uh, three questions. Get grab a pencil and uh, and a piece of paper or something to write on. Write these questions down. 
Give us your answers and send them in. Where should they send them, Carolyn? Another day above ground show at gmail.com. We check it every day. Another day above ground show at gmail.com. And when you get the three answers right, we'll send you a game. There you go. There you go. Well, here's our three questions. The first one is the uh, in the things that I heard category when we were growing up. To make one song radio friendly, background singers sang over half of a key word. Who did Isaac Hayes call a bad mother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah, that was a, a bad mother. Can you dig it? Just talking about this guy. All right, second question. Under the things you should have learned uh, just hanging around, what was the Maharishi teaching the Beatles in India? What was the Maharishi teaching the Beatles in India? How to spend money. how how to have a dry fart (laughs) I don't know where that came from it's just I don't think anybody has them in India alright and our third (laughs) our third question what jingle for a food product started with the sound of a cable car bell what what jingle for a food product started with the sound of a cable car bell Hit Those the hit the bell, hit the bell there. See if you get there. You that's it. Okay, it started like this, and then the, then the jingle would go. What was it? What were they selling? Those are our three questions for this week. Hopefully, you jotted them down, or you're going to listen again to get them. Write down your answers. Send them in to another day above ground show at gmail.com. And if you got them all right, you got a real good shot at winning a game. But this game, or rather this show as we like to call it, seems to have run its run its course. And I don't know if people even say that anymore. Run its course. We're over. Carolyn, any final words for the folks? Go to the movies, have some fun, eat some ice cream, have a great day. All right. Words to live by. Uh, Tim, you have anything more fitting? No, just my website. <laughs> Timslegel.com. Uh, drop by. Say hi. Drop by TimSlagle.com. Also, I ask you to go to DaleIrvin.com, and you can uh, see a lot of things on there and sign up for my Friday Funnies, which I deliver free to you every Friday in your email, and it's a uh, it's a summary of the odder news stories of the week. That being said, we hope you enjoyed today's show. Please pass it on to other people, even other boomers, even if you have to show them how to download a podcast. And we will see you back again next week. Until then, however, enjoy today because it is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.